0: Hey Junkies! Welcome back! We are in episode 2 of season 2 and I am so excited because it is the first plug interview of the season. We are going to be talking about the spiritual foundations of purpose today and before we get started with the plug interview with my homegirl Christian Bay, I just wanted to talk about the topic a little bit more in depth. And why I chose to kick off operating in pur- purpose spiritually. Who y'all? Ignore me being out of breath. I had to come all the way upstairs to record today because for some reason, like I don't understand what it is, but every time I'm about to do something, like the house be dead silent, y'all. Whole house be dead silent. Don't nobody be doing it. And as soon as I'm about to start moving and shaking and doing some work or doing something, everybody and their mama come alive and start bothering. Me. Like I just be trying to figure out what's going on. Like is it is it a siren that goes off like oh Jada's about to work so let's get up. Like I don't I just be trying to figure it out like oh that's probably the most stressful thing about being home is just When you're trying to do something, everybody and their mama feel like they got to move and shake with you. And it's like, no, you can stay seated. Like, I am just trying to work. But anyway, let's get into the drug of the week, which is the spiritual foundations of purpose. So, I'm just going to talk to y'all a little bit about my faith journey this year, more specifically. And how everything has just come together for me spiritually, which has enabled me to, you know, pull my life together in the physical realm. So, earlier this week, I dropped a blog post about operating in purpose and how, um, what is it, obedience causes promotion. And that's kind of the basis of the spiritual foundation for me. Um, so, this year has been the most transformative year that I feel like I've had in a long time. I won't say overall because I'm pretty sure I've changed a lot. Like, I'm always changing, so... <laughs> There's probably been more transformative years, but this one has been the first one in a long time. And, you know, it's been breathtaking to see how far I've come from January to now. Like, and it's crazy to me that it's on the ninth month because like, you know, it takes nine months to bear a child. And I feel like, you know, nine months ago in January, that was the beginning of me, you know, being buried, going back into the womb. And now I've been... You know, born anew, just birthed out into the world in a new space um, with new desires and just new purpose in me, like coming to fruition. Just everything is kind of coming together for me now, you know, that was started in January. Um, So if y'all know, I did get fired from my job in January and for no reason to. The reasoning was I didn't go upstairs enough. Y'all, what There was no employee, uh, what is it, preparedness thing. Because, you know, people are required to give you a 30 to 90 90 day program, 30 days minimum, to improve your skills before they can just outright fire you. You know, after you pass the threshold of three months, because, you know, the first three months in Virginia, you're at will. But after you pass that threshold, if they want to fire you, they have to give you a verbal warning. They have to give you a written warning. And then they have to uh, give you a perf- um of action plan or whatever to help improve you. And then they can fire you after that. Bruh, I ain't getting not one verbal warning. All they did was write me up and probably added other stuff to it after I left or after I left the room. Because that's what they be doing. They do that to other people. So I know they did probably did that to me. And on top of that, gonna lie to the unemployment office while I'm on the phone. Talking about some, oh yeah, she violated the handbook. Bruh, no I didn't. Like <laughs> on top of that, and then on top of that, they're not even gonna provide no actual. If I really wanted to sue them, I could I could have completely went and sued them, tore their whole establishment up. But during that period of my life, you know, I just got done watching a sermon about catch and release, and you know when the moment happened, I just felt so at peace and calm with the situation. I felt like like it was like. A couple days before I got fired, I got the catch and release sermon. And it was just like, you know, the enemy has a couple of God's people in bondage. He he caught them, but now he's about to release. The ropes are about to melt away. It's about to just fall off. He's about to walk right out of the furnace and you're going to be completely untouched. And like, you know, I ended up getting fired and it's just like, boom. Like that was the release and I knew that in the moment so I just didn't react. I did nothing and that y'all that's hard for me especially when I know you wrong. I'm not gonna just do nothing. I'm not about to just do nothing when you're wrong because you're wrong fam. Like I don't back down like it's a it, it's a very hard task to get me upset and to rile me up but once I'm there like I'm not backing down from you. I'm not stepping back. You out of pocket. So now I'm about to show you why you need pockets. Because you don't come to me with this BS. Like, I don't care about a lot of stuff. But stuff like that, you're not about to make, make a fool out of me. Or try to make something seem like one way when you know what's going on. So, like, to just not do anything and to be still and to just walk away from the situation, it still bothers me. Like, I was having dreams about it. I, I was po Like, if I ever saw them in person, I don't even know how I would be able to handle that. Because I am want to smack... The dog, (laughs) I'm smack the dog shit out of all of them, to be quite honest with you. I really do. So, I don't know how that's going to go. But, you know, it really just called me to be still and to just not do anything and to just chill out. So, I took a couple months, about two months of my time, to chill out and not do nothing. And then, boom, COVID hit. And I'm just like, well, dang, you know, now I really ain't going nowhere. I really ain't getting no job now because we are shut down. Like the whole, the whole country shut down. Like we can't go nowhere or do anything because we're in a freaking global pandemic. And that's when, um, you know, God was like, you know, you got this whole LLC though. How you about to act? And I'm just like, you know. Let me just try this. Let me just try this business. And see, a month before when they had did that bogus write-up or whatever, I was crying on the phone with my law sister, and I was just like, am I supposed to just start my business and go do that? Like, is that what's supposed to happen? Because I feel like every time I try to step out into the workplace or step out into the workforce and, like, do the the thing that people want me to do, the traditional thing, go get a job, stay there, move up in a company, make money, and then take care of yourself. Like, every time I try to do that, it doesn't work. And, like, i don't feel passionate about anything the only thing i feel passionate or care about is stuff i do for myself so what like what am i supposed to do and she was just like you know it might be that time and then a month later i get fired and then a couple months later after that whole pandemic shuts down and all i can do is my business all i can do is focus on you know the self-love addict which is now the podcast but before all of this I was literally just trying to figure it out. I knew I was stagnant. I knew I wasn't going anywhere, but I just didn't know what to do about it. And then the pandemic hit and, you know, God started talking to me a little bit more frequently and really like coming at me like hard in a way that I could understand him and hear him. And that's really when my spiritual foundations of purpose were, you know, being built, you know, and from then on, I just kept going toward my goals and my vision and now I can honestly say, like, I'm a whole new person. Like, I'm a whole, like, not to not to be funny, I'm a whole new bitch. Like, new bitch who this? Like, <laughs> new Jada who this? Like, that's just where I'm at with it. So the goal of today's episode is to just kind of reveal to you that, you know, if God is telling you to move, move. You know, there is a spiritual element when it comes to purpose. And for me, it's Jesus. But I know other people have other flows with it. But what I'm saying to you is whatever that spiritual foundation is, you want to build that place up stronger than ever, because that is really going to be your center and what you fall back to when it comes to hardship and anything in life. You know, like everything I'm doing right now, my purpose could change, but my faith and my belief that God is going to handle me regardless will not change. Like I am solid in that place specifically because of this year and everything that he has shown me prior to this year. I know like without a shadow of a doubt I'm going where God wants me to go I don't care if he has to make eight new ways for me to do it I'm going there because that's where he wants me and I'm going where God wants me on period that's it so get ready for the plug interview y'all I hope it blesses you Like God's been blessing me and I cannot wait Y'all, this is it. This is what we've really been waiting for this whole time. Like, I know we've been waiting for a lot of stuff, but this, this right here, this moment that's about to happen with Christian Bay, that's what's been going down. Like this is this is what we've been waiting for all week. So welcome to the first plug interview of the season. Okay? Yes. We are here for the first plug interview of the season with the Christian Bay herself, Miss Jasmine. Oh my God! I'm so happy. Have- hey y'all! <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I've been listening to this podcast back when it was called God's Gossip. Like that's how old. Yes,
1: <laughs> the OG day <babe>. Yes. <laughs>
0: No man, since she be on it, like if you not following the Christian Bay, just go ahead and follow the Christian Bay, follow Christian Bay podcast, subscribe on YouTube, follow Christian Bay clothing. If you got Christian Bay on it and you're not invested, you playing yourself, like right? Like, you just you just messing the whole game up. Like since be going in, like she be coming for my neck every Wednesday and Friday, and I be here for it, like. She be just reading me to filth like every week, twice a week. I get ready to filth by the Christian Bay and I love it. Like she would keep me in check and I need people in my life to keep me in check. So don't we all uh, like, oh, I love a good edit. You better tell me. Proofread my life.
1: <laughs> right. Hold me accountable. Yes.
0: So today we are talking about finding purpose. And um, so the whole season like whole all of season two is about operating in your purpose and I'm so happy God gave me this one because this is something I feel like I'm in the process of going through now so it's, it's you know it's personal to me and i feel like this is something that um the christian Bay also like you you be doing this you do this <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is you you operate a purpose every day it is expanding right. growing like this is your life so you know in the beginning this first section these first couple episodes is going to be about building a foundation and um today we are going to the foundation of foundations, which is the spiritual, like that's right. That's where that's, purpose every, that's the whole foundation, yeah. Okay. Like, purpose flows from spirit, like, right. Whoa, that's the perfect. roots right there. Mm-hmm. So, we're gonna get into it. Um, how you feeling today? You you got to get interviewed. <laughs>
1: I'm feeling great. You know, I actually had a lot of interviews this week, so Come on. I'm kind of used to them at this point. So I feel great. I'm excited. Well, you my girl in real life, so it hit different. So I feel more comfortable because it's like we just talking on the phone for real. So I feel great. I'm excited.
0: Yes. All right. So we're going to get into this interview. We're going to ask these questions and you're going to hit us with the real. Period. Okay. So the first question is, is do you know your purpose yet? <laughs> so, yes.
1: What is it? Girl, what is it? Where does the list stop? My purpose is to help people build their relationship with God and through them building their relationship with God that leads them into finding their purpose and then walking into their purpose and then me letting them know that you don't need everything to be perfect or you don't need to have everything that you think you need to have in order to operate in purpose all you need is God and God's word and from there you can begin to walk into the purpose that he planned for you when you were in your mother's womb come on you just
0: <laughs> there it is that's the word that's it podcast over no, <laughs> that's it that's what it is right there that's the foundation y'all so just write that down <laughs> like, that's, that's all you need to know if you'll get anything else for this podcast get that like okay. that's what you need to know so how did all it you, takes is that word okay so how did that Happened for you like what's the story behind you figuring that out
1: um so that happened for me with me first of course starting my relationship with God and then him revealing my purpose to me and me feeling like I didn't have everything I needed to walk in my purpose. So, mm-hmm. usually your purpose is connected. Is connected. Not even usually. Your purpose is always connected to your testimony and what you experienced and what you had to overcome. Because in order for it to be your purpose, you have to know about it. You had to experience it so that you can help others who are experiencing it. So, um, when I started my relationship with God and He revealed my purpose to me, He revealed that I'm supposed to speak and He revealed that I'm supposed to have a ministry. I'm just like, I didn't even grow up in the church. Like I don't know every book in the Bible and I didn't I never went to Sunday school and Mm -hmm. my mama barely made me go to church when I was growing up. I didn't start consistently going to church until I was in college and grown, living on my own and I just chose to. So when God told me that I'm calling you to ministry and I'm calling you to help women and speak, I'm just like, I'm not even qualified for this. Like I never, there's nobody in my family that's a minister. Well, my grandma and granddad is like deaconess in the church, you know, but ain't no like, ain't no TDJ Sarah Jakes in my family. So I need to have like a blueprint to follow with this. And you're telling me that you're calling me to this. And I was on South Beach in the club way more than I was in the church. So how could you even (laughs) choose me? (laughs) I was in the club. How could you choose me for this thing? Like, I don't feel qualified. I don't feel like I have the keys. I don't feel like I know how to operate and do this thing. Am I going to do it right? Am I going to speak right? And through my journey and through my purpose, through my life, he's just been consistent showing me um, that you don't need to have everything that you think you need to have, or you don't need to have grown up in the church. My word is sufficient. Like what I said, that's enough. So my purpose has been in my business and my ministry, it's all been unfolding just based off of the world. I'm a first generation college student. I'm a first generation business owner. I'm a first generation minister. So I don't have blueprints to follow and i don't have family members to fall back on with everything that i'm walking in all i have is the word so that's what that's the way that he's brought me up that's what he's molded me into that's how he's taught me to operate so my purpose is directly connected to letting other people know look you see everything i'm doing the podcast Mm -hmm. you see everything i'm doing it is not from experience it's not because i had a coach it's not because any of that all i had was the word and this is what's being built from it
0: yes
1: come on all
0: i need is the mustard seed
1: <laughs> look that's it i don't got
0: nothing else. that's it oh lord come on you coming through so obviously you have that relationship with god but like what clicked and made you want to even go there like you, you was in south beach you was in a club what changed and made
1: you be like let me go to church so you're asking like what what was that moment
0: yeah like what was the aha like oh yeah I'm gonna start going to church because you don't just like some people I guess you don't just wake up and want that yeah like you especially like the party lifestyle I know that lifestyle all too well like yeah stepping away from that like you don't just up and be like I'm not going out no more like that's not how that goes
1: (laughs) yeah it's definitely a transition yeah it's definitely a transition but it wasn't it wasn't, like, quick. So, basically, um, it was when I moved from Florida to Virginia to start going to Old Dominion. And um, when I moved there, basically, God had to isolate me. So, I was living here, home, Miami, Florida. And, you know, that's where I, I was going, at Florida International University. I'm in class with the promoters and the DJs. So, of course, you know, I'm in VIP. I got the section I got everything. On. So, you know, God had to make me uncomfortable and move me out of the environment that I grew up in. And that's when um, he gave me permission to come to Virginia. And that's where God really started speaking to me. I remember I was just watching a show on Netflix. I think it was called like Preacher's Daughters or something like that. I don't even know what led to me watching it, but I was watching it. And it would show like Bible verses in between the episodes. And then from there, that show like started planting the seeds. And before I knew it, I was watching Joyce Myers. And then I was watching T.D. Jakes. And then my grandma was like... It's not a coincidence that you're getting into this. God had to isolate you because he wants your attention. He wants to speak to you. He wants to say some things to you. So it was during that time period, because when I moved to Virginia, July 2015, I didn't know nobody to go to the club with. Like school hadn't even started yet. So I, it's just the summertime. I'm just in this apartment in this new state 14 hours away from my family so I didn't have nowhere to go like and that's what God wanted he wanted to isolate me so it came from him isolating me and then revealing himself to me and then basically creating to me a new heart creating to me new desires and then from that place that's where he revealed to me my purpose so it definitely came from isolation and putting me in an uncomfortable new environment because he needed to get my attention
0: Ooh, I like that especially what you said about like giving you a new heart and new desires I feel like I'm gonna space uh-huh. right now cause like I used to like love and I'm not saying I still don't like it like I like being around my friends but like I don't like going out out that much yeah. anymore like I kind of like especially like during the pandemic you know it's game night so like I love game night now. Like, before I would be like, oh, let's go out. Let's go to culture. You know what I'm saying? I'll try to get this hookah. But, like, Mm -hmm. now it's just like, look, can we get a hookah, like, at the crib?
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Can we stay
0: inside and do this? Yeah. And, like, can we just play Uno? Like, you know, if I want to drink, can I just drink with y'all? Like, (laughs) I don't really want to go, like, don't do nothing with nobody. And then, like, even with my business, I'm just like, I don't want to not work on
1: this. Right. Like, my purpose is calling me right now. Yeah,
0: like, every day, on the weekends, in the middle of painting my toes, like, I'm just like, ooh, this is a good idea. And I'm, like, typing in Mm -hmm. my notes. So,
1: that's real. That's real. And that's something that I wish and that I try to constantly do on my platform and I wish was talked about more. Um, I have so many people that DM me on TikTok or on Instagram, Mm -hmm. and they're just asking about their ways now, like, oh, I like doing this, or I like smoking weed, or I like going to the club, or I like drinking and everything like that. And what I wish was talked about more was the fact that once you um, begin to give your life to Christ, he will change the desires that you have. He will change your heart. So don't spend so much time getting caught up in trying to get perfect before you come before him. Come to him and then he'll work out all the imperfections. It's not for you to try to be your own doctor and fix yourself. But I feel like enough people don't know that because it's not being said enough. So a lot of people, especially our younger generation, they're feeling like the Bible is just this rule book and there's this perfect way i have to live and if i don't then i'm not good enough to get to god and that's not the case god will change your desires and it'll just happen genuinely it'll happen naturally to where it's just like yeah i know i was doing that last week but i don't know i'm kind of good off that now and that's just god creating you a clean heart renewing your desires Mm -hmm. and things like that but it starts with tapping into him
0: come on and even with the the Bible being the whole rule book it's really not a rule book if anything it's just a collection of stories to let you know that we done been here and we did this already this is Mm -hmm. the outcome like it's like a blueprint to guide you
1: that's what it is yeah
0: like I don't know. And, like, as you grow, you'll see that more. Like, you just start mm-hmm. certain stuff be getting you, just like mm-hmm. how you... Wisdom yeah. comes. Yeah come, yeah, come talk to me. <laughs> I was doing thing this morning for uh, Ring the Alarm. I was like, oh, yes. He used the word alarm. <laughs> and then he got the
1: Beyonce. Yes, he did. Girl, <laughs> oh, that happened. You should, y'all. Wow. Because I was stuck on Beyonce. I'm like, Ring the Alarm. Who tried who? This man's focusing on the word. Like,
0: <laughs> you said who tried who? listen what happened god? god i need to do the mm-hmm. i'm going step i'm crying hey yo that's funny <laughs> <laughs> Who Who? <tried? laughs> I want the hey, let me
1: know let me know
0: do you think that having this close relationship with god has allowed you to see yourself more clearly so that you can define your purpose like does that make sense like
1: yeah definitely okay um it's not only allowed me to see myself more clearly, it helps me learn myself every day because there's still different parts of me that I'm learning. There's still different parts of me that purpose is revealing to me. And I'm just like, wow, I never knew that I could tap into this. I never knew that this was inside of me. And it's just from tapping into God's presence and being obedient and walking in what he's called me to that's showing me who I am. There are so many gifts and talents that God places within us and mm-hmm. he doesn't. Reveal it into his perfect timing, and it won't be revealed if you're not connected to him. So you know, every day it's like a new layer that's being pulled back and, sh- and showing me and showing you guys as well that like, I created you to do this and I bet you didn't know you had this gift and I bet you didn't know you had this gift. Like mm-hmm. lately this year, I've been loving to compare like purpose to like superpowers. Ooh. Cause I was watching like Black Lightning and then like other different movies, like um, Marvel movies on Netflix and stuff like that. I love Marvel. And when you really think about like the creator of the superheroes the creator knows all of the gifts and the gadgets and the tricks that you have within you before you even know it you know so the creator will tell the superhero like press this button and that's going to unleash a weapon and if you turn around real fast you can be invisible and if you do and I feel like that's equivalent to my relationship with God whereas the more time I spend with him and I stay in his presence he's like well let me show you that you got this gift too and I want to use this for this and he knows everything that he put in me he knows everything that he's equipped me with so spending time with the creator spending time with the master it just unfolds so much of me that I didn't even know it was there
0: yo that's like one heck of an analogy like I'm over <laughs> here thinking about Iron Man like yeah yeah he yes.
1: didn't even know he was
0: gonna build this super suit
1: <laughs> exactly and like the suit and then because like even when I be like watching it when I watch movies God gives me revelation it could be a movie about anything And even when, like, um, if you hit the wrong button or you try to use the wrong function on a suit, you can mess it up or you can lose a battle or you can possibly die because you're using this at the wrong time or you don't know how to effectively use this gift yet. You're trying to run ahead of me and you're not mature enough to activate this gift. There's just so many different parts of it and why you need the creator to direct you.
0: Come on. And that takes me into the next question, which is like, do you believe that you have to develop the spiritual relationship before you start trying to dive into purpose? And then like, why?
1: So I feel like, you know, God gives us free will. So there could be, you know, some people that dive into purpose first. Um, But I feel like God is such a graceful God. He's such a God full of mercy um, mercy for us that if that was the case, if you started your purpose before starting your relationship with God, if you invite him in, he'll completely change that thing for the better because that's just who he is. That's just what his presence does. But if you could, if I could give advice, I would say to connect with him first because the success or the prosperity or the favor that he has attached to your purpose, you can only get to it by walking in a step that he has ordered for you. So yes, you can start the journey on your own, but if you really wanna tap into abundance, if you really wanna tap into this one-of-one thing that he has for you, you need to do it according to his steps and according to the way that he wants you to do it his plan for you and his purpose for you is not going to look like somebody else's and that's the thing when we begin to walk in our purpose we think we have to compare it to somebody else's or we have to do it based on how oh she did hers this way so I need to do mine this way and she started at this time so I should start at this time and that's why there's so many webinars and there's so many master classes because everybody think there's one set route to success or one set route to purpose when actuality God has your own route that looks like nobody else's so if you spend time not focusing on other people in their portion but focusing on the power of god and the purpose that he has for you he'll show you that he'll make a way out of no way in a way that no one could have ever predicted so i would suggest starting your relationship with him first and then letting him guide you into purpose
0: Mm. girl you just you preaching on my podcast you preaching on your podcast you just You gonna start this church. I don't know when it's gonna happen, but you gonna gonna have this church. You gonna be, you gonna be the pastor, and I'm gonna be right there at the front, in the front of the (laughs) pew. You know what I'm saying? At both services at eight and eleven, I'm not going multiple services. (laughs) Whoa,
1: that is a big calling, y'all. That's
0: a big calling. Look, I'm gonna be right there. I'm gonna be leading praise and worship for the youth. Like I'm gonna be. Come on, choir. If you need people, I got you. (laughs) I got a couple of singers I know. Like, we will be in there. That's rocking. Like, let
1: me tell y'all something that happened. So, I don't know. Are you familiar with the Walls group? Mm Mm-mm. Okay, they're like a gospel group. Oh, okay. Um, and it's called the Walls Group, and it's like two brothers and two sisters, and they sing gospel music. And I was listening, my cousin put me on to them like in March, sometime this year, and I would be listening to their album like start to finish for months. Like, I just love it. So, like in June, one of the members of the group followed me on um on Instagram, and I told my cousin, I was like, Oh, that's crazy. Like this this person is verified, like that's crazy. So he followed me on instagram and on wednesday night this past wednesday when i was doing my bible study um at 8 30 he joined the live so and then he started like he started like commenting on the live and i was just like it's a verified person in here commenting, like and i'm like who is that hey. and it was him commenting on the live and then he ended up like asking me can he join the live to like give his perspective on one of the questions that was answered or whatever and he was like are you a preacher like, are you a pastor i just start running from my calling and i was like "Ooh, pastor like <laughs> that's a big calling so i don't know like i, I was just like if that's what God has for me, then, of course, I'm just going to be obedient, but I don't, he going to have to slap it on me, like, if <laughs> no, that's what it is, that's what it, it in. is, but until
0: then, I don't know. Hey, look, don't be nervous, you're already doing it, like, wow. that's the whole loop, like, you're already doing it, it's like, it's already taking place.
1: That's crazy. You're getting, you're getting you
0: comfortable with it right now, it's going to come later, but, like, you're just getting That's crazy. Like, it's already happening.
1: Wow. You do it
0: every Wednesday and every Friday.
1: It's bigger than me at this point. <laughs> Look, it's
0: above it's me now. You <laughs> It's above me now. Yeah, it's above me now, Lord. It is above <laughs>
1: me. That's crazy. That's I'm gonna let you yeah. on that for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm st- every time somebody say pass, I be like, Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> gotta go. All right, I'm head out. Exactly. All right, I'm gonna right, head out. <laughs> and
0: that's fine. That's fine. We all have our little moments. I just want you to realize it's already taking effect. Like, you
1: change your mind. All right, I'm gonna receive it and just keep keep on with the keep on.
0: All right, now.
1: So, you know, I'm, I
0: have to ask because, you know, it's a self love addict podcast. So, if you could rate your self love before and after purpose on a scale from one to 10, what are those numbers and why?
1: Oh, it's a 10-10. <laughs> he said, I love me regardless. But, <laughs> oh, it's a 10-10. But see, the, the first 10 was toxic. This 10 yeah. is anointed. So it's a it's different type of 10-10. So before Purpose or before I gave my life to Christ, I, my self-love was a 10 because I was selfish. Ooh. So that toxic 10 was selfish, whereas this anointed 10 is selfless so it was it's still a 10 with both but before i was just thinking about myself like i was full of ego i was full of pride very big like i was definitely the mean girl in high school like i'm the cheerleader my boyfriend is the basketball player and i'm the step captain and you can't sit with me like (laughs) me and my girls like you know that i was definitely that girl so my confidence, my self-love was at a 10, but it was at a 10 in a selfish, don't care about other people. You're lame, girl. You can never compare type way. Whereas now um, my self-love is at a 10 because I understand, you know, I have to love myself, love others. Like I love myself. So if I don't, fill my own cup with love there's no way that I can pour love into anybody else um but it's a selfless a selfless love it's a love that understands that you know people need grace and understands that everyone isn't at a 10 and some people need my 10 to help them fill up and get to their 10 and you know just constantly pour God's love it's not just my self-love it's just me being a vessel of God's love it's just God getting his love through me and I'm getting fooled in the transaction, but it's really to help other people experience love.
0: I cannot see you as a mean girl. <laughs> like, I know, I hear you saying it and like, I believe you, but I'm just like, but you're not
1: mean. <laughs> and it's so crazy because my friends from like high school and middle school, they're just like, Wow, you're a, like you, you have a ministry, like you're a woman of God because they know, like, I was mean, like, I was mean, like, no games, like. <laughs> you thinking back <laughs> on
0: something, stuff, Be like, yeah, I was wrong. Yes, <laughs> like,
1: I can't put it into words, like, I was that girl, like, don't piss me off because I'm gonna take your boyfriend. Like, <laughs> I was that girl. So. <laughs> more hot girl, jazz. Yes, yes. So, yeah, like, that was oh me. I cannot. Think. <laughs> <laughs> no. That was, but you know, it's different in Florida and Virginia. Like I always tell people, like, like I said, I'm on South Beach every weekend. I'm the. I, I didn't wait in line when I was in South Beach. Like, I walked to the front of the line. The the person at the door know me. The DJ know me. Like, let let me and my girls in to get to our section. All these basics. They got to wait in line. We're not waiting in line. Like, that was my lifestyle. So, you know, of course, big-headedness comes with that. Ego, pride comes with that. So, God had to strip me of all of that. Like, he's like, girl, let me take you from Miami and put you in quiet old Norfolk, Virginia to slow your roll because <laughs> yeah. you need to calm down. <laughs>
0: look, ain't nothing in Norfolk,
1: y'all. <laughs> nothing. I was like, it is so boring here. Everything closed at 1.30. I hated it, but I needed it.
0: Yeah, girl. I right, Look, meanwhile, I'm trying to get on out of here. I'm trying to be in Toronto somewhere. Like, I just need to be yes. in somebody's
1: city. Like. <laughs> I would suggest that to anywhere move away from your home state because it will change your life. Yes.
0: All right. So now it's official. I have to get my dual citizenship. Yes. Okay. You have to go. I have to go. Okay. I love it there. It's so nice. All right. Well, that was it for the plug interview. We're gonna trans ocean over to Trap House State because we start. Period. I love this part. This is my favorite part. <laughs> like. We get to like talk. I mean we we talking anyway.
1: <laughs> right. But we get to talk some more.
0: Yeah, no, I'd be like, this is the
1: tea talk. You know,
0: this is the most transparent part of the podcast. Like all of it's transparent, but this one is like the we really pull it back the layers and getting deep into the story time. Right. Both of us is talking. So we both got stories. There it is. Okay, so question number one is how do you get into a relationship with
1: that? How do you get into a relationship with God? Um, it's kind of, it's not even kind of, it is similar to how do you get into a relationship with anybody else, whether it's um, a guy or whether it's a friendship, you speak to him, you spend time with him, you get to know his characteristics and how he responds and what he likes or what he doesn't like. So of course it would start with prayer and then from prayer, you would begin to read your word because The Bible, that's God's word. So before you can begin to hear from him, Mm -hmm. you can use the word as a reference of what he would say or what he would feel in a certain situation. And just really getting to know him. It's kind of like when you like a guy, when you want to know some stuff about him, you start going to stalk his Instagram or you stalk (laughs) his Facebook. So So you want to do your background. You want to ask the friends. So what you know, you do your research. So the same thing, if you want a relationship with God, like do your research, start praying and talking to him and then outside of talking to him be doing your research and digging into your bible dig into your devotionals dig into your sermons and really just put in the effort to create that intimacy in that relationship and that just like you do with everyday life relationships but you know this relationship is going to be 10 times better and so much more worth it and so much more fulfilling
0: amen to that especially on a just talking because like for me well I don't know. My relationship with God's up and down because it started like I went to church and stuff as a kid, but then like, like I was there, but I wasn't like there. Like, yeah, <laughs> but I was there, and then I like went with my friends, and then I was there, but I ain't have my first like real encounter until I was like thirteen, and because mm-hmm. look, God's funny. We was going on a um field trip with the church, and there was a boy there that I like, so I was like, yeah, I'll go to this little prayer night so I can go to field trip tomorrow field trip got canceled as soon as we got there i said stop
1: dang <laughs> i just set you up to come to the prayer night
0: <laughs> so, yeah, and that's when the preacher that laid hands on me and my best friend and y'all we was sobbing like it's not coming out the nose it won't cute at all like i was just real ugly in front of this guy like and um i don't know ever since that moment like even when i'm away from god like i still Feel his presence on my heart, like it's just
1: mm-hmm. like a tugging. Yeah,
0: like I just know, mm-hmm. like I can try to walk away, but I ain't going nowhere. You know how you have mm-hmm. that person in your life, that boyfriend or husband or wife or whoever, where it's just like, yeah, I'm mad and I'm going upstairs to my room, but I'll be back at dinner.
1: Tonight. Exactly, because <laughs> like, I'm I'm here, here. I'm, I'm even though I'm mad, I'm still here.
0: Exactly. That's like mm-hmm. how my relationship started. Sometimes you just need that random encounter, just like Jazz was saying, like if. If it's my uh, calling to be a pastor, he just gonna have to drop it on me. Like sometimes God do that;
1: he just drop it on you. Like, mm, right, you're mine now. <laughs> this is what it is, and it's like, well, all right, bet. Like this is what it is. Okay. Don't be afraid. Like,
0: just let it happen. If you feel God pulling in your life, just let it happen. Just just let him grab you, hold you
1: in his bosom. have his, yeah. Just, he love you. Like, he just trying to
0: love you. That's all. Because you don't want him
1: to get violent. Look. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't want him to get
1: violent. Answer to the first tug, okay? Yeah,
0: because he'll turn up.
1: He will, will get right. you
0: one way or another. Exactly. Plan, don't even try to run.
1: Don't even try to run, Jonah. <laughs> Look, don't do it. You don't want no smoke. At all
0: <laughs> okay. The next question is How do you balance purpose
1: and people? Oh, that's that's it. That's the one. Um, I feel like people are directly connected to purpose because even though everyone has a different purpose, all of our purpose is to serve people in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. So, with like if you're not serving people, or if you're not treating people kindly, or if you're not doing something to help people then are you really a- actively walking in your purpose like I remember one time I had made my wallpaper um, I put my wallpaper and I typed the words what problem am I solving today because that's ultimately our purpose God created us here to be the solution to some type of problem to be an example of him in some type of situation to make someone else's be- life better in some way so I feel like purpose in people goes hand in hand because ultimately your purpose is to be a reflection of God which is A healer which is a problem solver which is a helping hand which Mm -hmm. is love which is comfort which is grace which is i am all of the above so i feel like purpose and people go hand in hand um so it's easy to balance the two
0: that is a beautiful answer my answer is so much different (laughs) i'm thinking more like um on the aspect of like working on purpose and then dealing with people in my life. Cause even with, like social life, not just social, but like a good example would be like my family. Oh Lord, I love them. I love them so much. Y'all, my, my temperance with my family has evolved so much over the years. Like when I was younger, I hate me here was an understatement. But like now I love, <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> no, like I, I'm not even gonna hold you. Like, hating here was, that's an understatement. Like, I was ready to go, was just, that was, I was ready to go like far beyond when I was supposed to be ready to go. But now I like, I really love it here, but like they be getting all, they don't necessarily get on my nerves because I don't get mad no more. But like they just be interrupting my life sometimes. Like mm-hmm. I'll be in the middle of work. It's like I'll be chilling because my job is creative. So like I have to chill in order for the creativity to come out. But it's, it's like, the flow. Yeah. As soon as I've been chilling the whole time and then as soon as the juice starts flowing. And the oil is getting in the lamp, and we just we we running at top speed. Like I'm ready, I got all the ideas. Jada, can you come, ma'am?
1: <laughs> I've been I'm busy.
0: This whole time, doing nothing, waiting, for the iron to get hot. And now that is hot. You want something to right now, right now? So balancing that for me <laughs> is like
1: so. What I would suggest for that, like, because I've had times where that happened, like, um, I'll be working and, like, my niece will want something or she'll want my attention Mm -hmm. or something like that. And what I've realized is that when we experience things like that, it's God preparing us because I know for me, like... I'm going to have kids and when I have kids they're going to do things like that they're going to need to be fed while I'm in the middle of working on something or they're going to want my attention for something so or I could be working on something and somebody calls and they need a vent because something just happened in their life you know my ministry and my business is only expanding so the people are coming as well so there's many different things that can happen while I'm in my flow and I have to learn how to adjust to disruptions I have to learn how to adjust when things don't allow me to just be in the moment that I want to be in I feel like it's just God um, teaching you or teaching us how to adapt to when we're throwing curveballs I don't need you to get knocked off I just I don't need you to like fall or shake I just need you to shift a little bit and adapt to what's happening right now so that's the way that I look at it like okay in the future this would this would happen so God is preparing me he's trying to give me more patience he's trying to teach me how to adapt to distractions and just finding out what's the lesson in that thing and why God is allowing it to happen because in a perfect world we will all be able to just sit in our creative juices and just go on for how many ever hours but that's not reality
0: ayo I wasn't expecting to be like, you know, you just snatched my edges out. <laughs> like, this was supposed to happen. We, we supposed to be doing this for other people, not me. <laughs> <laughs> <Can we talk? laughs> I swear, every time I talk to you, it's something. Like, I'll just be like, huh.
1: Oh. Here it comes. Oh, well, that's what that was. Uh-huh. <laughs> it be God, man. It be him. Yeah. You know what?
0: I'm grateful for it. Cause if he disappeared from my life, out of the people, if he disappeared out of the people in my life, I, mm-mm,
1: mm-mm. same. Like you yeah. <laughs> just know.
0: <laughs> I need this, all of it. Okay, so did people get angry at you for having and pursuing your purpose, and then how did you deal with that if they did?
1: Yeah, I mean, I still have some people that get angry, um, mm-hmm. which is crazy because even though, you know, there's people like you and there's people, the word says that a prophet is known everywhere except in his own hometown. Mm -hmm. So, there's people that see the vision and then there's people that don't see the vision. So, you know, those people that don't see the vision, it's just like, well, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? And like my family, I come from a family that's very um, involved in criminal justice. So, like my aunt, she's the feds and my uncle, he's a police officer and then my my sister-in-law, she's a correctional officer. So, Mm -hmm. My family is big and my two cousins, there are in school for criminal justice. Like that's just the tradition of my family, criminal justice. And when I graduated from Old Dominion, I already had an interview to become a police officer. You know, I don't have to go through the steps that everybody else went through. Like I had an interview, all I had to do was go show up, like that's it, and start the process. My foot is already, whether I want to be a police officer, a probation officer, whatever route I wanted to take in the criminal justice field, that was already set up for me right after graduation. And I was just like, yeah, I think I want to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> you the and they're like, you're starting off making fifty five thousand a year. Yeah, I think I want to start off making probably a hundred dollars a month. I don't really want to go that rotten. It's like your cousins and your uncle, and I don't pull these strings, and everybody's waiting on you to come. And we don't plan you this big graduation party, and your interview is on Monday, and you go there and you get started. You'll be ready by now. like the camp starts on this. I mean, the academy starts on it. Like everything. I got a question: Did you ask anybody to do any of that? No. <laughs> exactly, because I would have told you from the beginning not to pull no strings because I ain't going. <laughs> you wasted your time. Cause you should have asked me. I understand you're trying to secure my pockets in my retirement, but I want to be broke for a couple of years because I want to go into entrepreneurship. Like <laughs> that's what I want to do. Okay. So still my family, some of my family would still be like, I cannot believe this girl. <laughs> like, but when the exactly like everyone doesn't doesn't get or doesn't see the vision so to them it's it's crazy to them it doesn't make any sense but You have to rely on what God says and what nobody else says. That's definitely something that I tell anyone that's starting their journey. You're going to have to have tough skin when you're living your life led by Christ. You need tough skin because people are going to have their opinions. They're going to have the stuff that they say about you. And you're going to have to let that roll off to do what God said you're supposed to do. And in the end, God's word will come to pass. And then they'll learn that, like, don't sleep on God. Like when I said that God called me to this, you should have trusted it the first time. Like God god doesn't need us to defend him he'll prove himself to be right you just have to deal with the slander that comes with it sometimes so you know i i have family members that are upset and that don't they don't really like treat me no type of way like upset like that but they just Mm -hmm. don't understand it um and i've had friends um be upset about like the way because i'm very solid with my relationship with god so if god said this and I know cause I asked him for a million confirmations. So once he give me a million confirmations, nobody is making me move. I don't care how close we are. I love you, but I'm ignoring you. Like I don't care. This is what God says. And you don't have to agree with it. You don't have to like it, but I'm not hearing you. So, you know, I've had Friends who felt the type of way towards that because they felt like, like one person told me, you don't have a receiving spirit. I don't want to receive from you. Like, I need you to know the difference. <laughs> I don't want to receive from you. The Lord told me what He told me, and that's what I'm doing. Like, that's just it. Like, you have to have, to, especially when it's relating to your walk. It wasn't even anything pertaining to her, it was a decision that I needed to make for me. Girl, why are you so mad? <laughs> why I gotta receive what you gotta say from me in my life no thank you but no thank you I, that was still I still don't understand that she was big mad that's crazy but anyways yeah like <laughs> that's crazy but anyway, that's crazy like it does not affect you in any way shape or form but anyways yeah so you have to have tough skin but it will cause it will upset some people where people don't have a hold on you or you don't do what they want you to do it will upset them but if God be for me, oh, but who can be against me? And that's just that on that. <laughs> like nobody, <laughs>
0: nobody, nobody. I agree with that. Um, for me, I would say it's similar, like with family not understanding, and mainly my mom. Mm-hmm. my dad was chilling because like okay peep this my dad was so ahead of his time in the 80s he had a nightclub where he was trying to integrate uh the black and white people at the college they went to because you know back then people was a little bit more heavy on the races and, you know it was yeah it was a little heavier back in the 80s and stuff you know they was fresh out of uh segregation <laughs> like right go. like their parents was pretty much segregated like now nah but um, yeah he was ahead of his time so he understands I think my entrepreneurship like he hasn't really said anything to me about it but like I think he knows where I'm coming from because he tried to do it himself before, um, mm-hmm. while my sister was a baby and stuff when it was first starting out but my mom oh my god she keeps trying to push her her job on me she's like I can get you a job at <laughs> my company because she's like um, she's like almost a director she's not a director I think she's a manager and she's like one step from being a director or whatever that's her next promotion level and I'm just mm-hmm. like look I love you but this is not this ain't the way because I tried to do the whole full-time job I gave it a fair shot for a mm-hmm. year and people fired me for no reason so God's plan yeah that's why I was just like hey yo God is this do you want me because it was like they fired me and then two months later we're in lockdown for COVID so it was exactly I was fired and jobless they didn't give me no unemployment I didn't get not one stimulus check like I was just like, so what w'e about to do? And still, like, I still didn't get one either, and I don't like that Trump. I already don't like him. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. I was just like, you know, what we gonna do? Because I don't have, I have bills still. Like I don't have no money coming in. I got bills still. And he was just like, mm-hmm. well, you made this LLC back in September, so you. Yeah, basically, he was like, Get what to does this look like for you starting this business? And ever since I started, I just haven't looked back. Like, I still have to remind my mom, like, you know, this is God's plan. And, like, in the beginning, I just want to thank you for your podcast and your videos and stuff. Because in the very, very beginning, those first <laughs> couple months, like, I would say probably, like, two or three months ago, I was crying every other day. Like, and you got me through, for real. Like, you really did. Aww. Like, I was stressed out. Like, I was just like, I ain't got no money. Is this really where I'm supposed to be? And working day in and day out with no return on investment? Like, yes, I'm getting paid, but I have to use all this money that I'm getting paid to pay bills and to keep the business running. Where is my profit? I don't have no money at all. And then I got into a a little mini argument with my mom and my sister because they're like, well, you can go get a job or apply for a job or whatever, you know, while you do, do your business. And I'm like, no, I can't i can't i don't know why but like god does not want me to do that right now i just can't focus on this and it's hard Mm -hmm. focusing on this and like making y'all aware of the struggles that i'm going through without y'all throwing back in my face like oh well you can do these are solutions and it's just like Mm -hmm. no these aren't solutions because i have to do this like you think i want to be broke every day because i don't i don't like this (laughs) exactly i need money (laughs) But I have to be obedient Mm -hmm. right now. And she's starting to, like, let up on me a little bit. But it was a struggle in the beginning. Like, having that thick skin and being able to bear that mess, like, it it takes a lot out of you. It takes a lot out of you, It doesn't come easy.
1: Yeah. And sometimes it makes you question it, like... Mm -hmm. Oh, I know it made me question it, like, dang, like, everybody's saying this, like... So, am I supposed to get a job? Like I know you said not to, but dang, like people's coming at me from different directions. They looking at me like I'm a bum and okay, I'm just trying to follow no what God, God said. Every
0: morning before I start my day, I wake mm-hmm. up and I'm like, yes, it's a beautiful day. And then I get a notification on my phone, like, oh, X amount is due it today. And I'm just like, I don't have this, like, mm-hmm. what?
1: Yes. And that those seasons just like stretch your faith. That's all it's for to test your faith and to stretch it. And I can say that, like, I experienced that same thing with my mom, especially when I graduated college. She was like, so you don't want to do nothing. No, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to working my ministry, sweetie. That's about it. <laughs> you know, read my Bible, wake up, read my Bible and go from there. Like, that's the, that's what I want to do for a living. And, you know, she didn't really understand it as well as my other family members. But now I can honestly say when I have events, my mom be more nervous than me. And it'd be so oh. crazy how nervous she'd be. Like at my last event, Bosses with Bibles in March, Um, I had like my mom out there, my two best friends out there, like, you know, sitting people down as they come in. Let them know, get your food, sit down while I'm in the bathroom, listening to worship, just getting ready to come out and my mom's like kept coming in the bathroom standing next to me and I was just like I'm kind of trying to have a moment with God like <laughs> What you doing? But like she and I was like go sit the people down like it was like she was nervous because I guess she's seeing the vision unfold and she can't really believe it so it, it makes her nervous so she wanted to be where I was and I'm like no this is the time where I'm alone because I need I'm I'm about to go speak not you why are you nervous? You're not speaking like <laughs> she, she said you my baby like, and- I just want this to work. Exactly like she was like clinging to me in the bathroom and I was just like, I need to be alone. Like I need you to go out there with it. She was like, It's people here.
0: Yes, I know. <laughs> we, I we know that's it's
1: what an event is. <laughs> like, I know. Did, did you not think it was gonna be people here? Like, so now she sees like the vision and like now she's she doesn't question me anymore because she fully understands it. So in due time, like like you said, she's loosening up now, that'll change.
0: My dad even be calling it work now. Like, Period. Like, look, he ain't never it's a full-time job, daddy. No, but he gets it, though. Because he was just like, like the other day when I did my live, you know, ooh, Lord, them lives be scaring me. But,
1: <laughs> girl, <laughs> they tell me about I go on
0: twice a week. <laughs> look, it's like, I know I'm here by myself physically, but I also know that you looking at me on your screen. So I feel mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Like... It's like hundreds of people just looking at me at any point in the day. Like, stop it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But he was just like, why are you so dressed up? He was like, you got to work today. And I was like, no, I'm just going on Instagram Live. He was like, are you doing it on your business page? I said, yeah. He said, okay, you're going to work. I said, oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I guess
1: that's what it is. <laughs> like,
0: it is. Yeah. It's hard to look at it like that, but it's work. <laughs> I love it, but it's work.
1: It's work, yeah. It's not just
0: a hobby. Ooh, okay, here's the next question. It says, how did you go through your pruning
1: process without breaking? Oh, child, I felt broke plenty of times. <laughs> so um, I guess you, you go through it without breaking by just getting up to fight another day. That's because I still felt broken. I have days now where I feel broken. I'm just like, oh, this test is hard. Wait a minute now. <laughs> I know you won't put more on us than we can bear, but I think I'm bared out. Like, I done, mm-hmm. done drop this at this point. This is a lot. But it's waking up the next day like, all right, bet. so what we doing? That's where the not breaking, the breaking comes when you stop. So as long mm-hmm. as you keep going, you're not breaking, you're bending.
0: Come on. <laughs> i saw this uh meme where it was just like you know if you're going through hell don't stop, stop there. yeah stop in hell, like exactly <laughs> why you exactly stop <laughs> and i think that's really what it is as well you just gotta keep going like mm-hmm. you can't you can't let up like even when you think like oh my arms is tired like it's like in the gym like your arms be tired but you know you can do one more set of reps like yeah just you gotta push yourself push then, like, yeah as you keep doing it you know and flexing those muscles they'll get stronger yep that's it okay this is the last one and it's how do you integrate purpose
1: into your lifestyle well i really just learned this lesson this year um i had to finally accept that i'm an influencer um that was a wow to me. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: said, wow, I'm influencing people. Like, wow,
1: that's crazy. <laughs> Just because like, I'm such a private person. Mm-hmm. So now, um, how do I put that into my life? That so my purpose is I make sure that everything I do either reflects my purpose or support supports my purpose. If it cannot align with the purpose that God created for me, I should not be doing it because at all times I am a walking, talking reflection of the purpose that God has called me to. So it's no, it's no separating the two It's no I'm ministering today. And then when I get off, I'm not a minister and like, this is your purpose is who you are. Your purpose is what you were created to be. So every aspect of your life should be displaying that and every aspect of your life should be supporting that. And yeah. So with me realizing that, like, this is the all the time thing. Like I know you think you just make a podcast and go about your life, but no, you make a podcast, people listen, and then they come look at your Instagram and see what you are up to because they want to follow through with me realizing that and realizing that i'm an influencer and realizing that that's a part of my calling it's made it easy to incorporate to the two and to understand that i can't just be out here acting regular like i'm chosen i'm called i have a purpose i have a voice um, that helps people and lead them to god and they look to me for that guidance so at all time i must walk in that
0: Ooh that's a good way to put it because I'm still in the process of learning this I just you know it's just little things for me like I've known that I've needed to change my lifestyle since last year but it didn't the fruit didn't start growing until this year like it starts in the mind for me a lot of times for everything like I'll be thinking it and then my spirit will feel it but it takes a while for it to actually formulate into action. Because I don't know why it takes so long. I guess, like, I'm torn between, like, my routine and then switching it up. And it just never fully stuck until, Mm -hmm. like, recently with COVID. And then, like, you know, I still got to get my car inspected. So, I I ain't left the house in, like, three months. Like, I've just (laughs) been here. And I've known this whole time. Check this. Before COVID started, I was like, I really just need six months in the crib. Like, I just knew, right, and then God said, well, I have you next year, just wait, whole time, I didn't even know, but I just knew, I was like, I need six months in the crib to really just gather my life, and, like, if I just get that time to myself, and just not go out, not spend no money, and just be at home, I'll be able to get my life together, and then, you know, COVID happened, and here we are, and I'm getting my life together, and I just, Mm -hmm. it's just little steps, like it started with the waking up early working on my business all day um, now I'm like adding working out and eating better into this lifestyle and it's just like adding it step by step has kind of helped me maintain it more efficiently cause it's hard yeah. to just do it all at once and then think you got to just switch your life like that's the A uh,
1: complete 180 yeah. Yeah that's not realistic
0: don't do it I'm t- <laughs> it don't work like yeah, that. Yeah that's too much it, <laughs> it don't mm-hmm. work like that You really just got to focus on one thing at a time and slowly add to it. And then, Mm -hmm. before you know it, you're just happier. You're more fulfilled. Like the fulfillment that I feel, it's overwhelming.
1: Yeah. And it's so much worth the effort Mm -hmm. and the pain and the sweat that went into it on the background that nobody sees. Come on.
0: Like, I like waking up and going for a walk now. I'm a whole different person. I mean, I used to like working out when I was doing it all the time at ODU. But, like, you know, I stopped. And so I mm-hmm. like waking up and drinking wine. But now, I like waking up and going out for my walk while I, I do the little Bible call with KDC. And then I um I listen to the City Girls and Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. It's balanced, Period. people. It's balanced. Period.
1: <laughs> Look, this, this gets me pumped up. Like, okay. I'll be like, the power walk be going. The power walk be going. I'm going to tackle this day, okay? Look, (laughs) Look,
0: I'll be right there. That'd be the first song as soon as the call is over. I'll be like, Mm -hmm. it's necessary. And then uh, come outside. First of all, I just want to take a moment to say that last album, The City Girls Drive, that was it. I, I don't care what nobody. It that, that was it. That was it. They that was a really good. Like, I could listen to the whole thing start to finish and just bop. Like there's not one city girl album that I that has done that to me. That's the only one. So if you
1: don't listen to city girls, listen to that album. That's the one you need to listen to. It's great you know and that'll give you a better understanding of what type of mean girl I was cause that is the Miami Florida mentality like oh, that's, that's just it. how we were raised <laughs> yes that's it that's how we were raised Ain't like no. that's it
0: I wonder what that's like like
1: that's how fun. I've never been to Florida it's very fast paced <laughs> but listen to the that lyrics that's literally what it is like in Florida I can go to the like I can go to the corner store right now and a guy will be like driving by and he'll like park in the parking lot of the corner store and come and be like I just want to pay for your stuff. <laughs> Take my number down. Hey what? Like that's why city girls always talk about money cuz like guys here they spend money like that like oh, that's literally lovely. will stop their car and come pay for whatever like you need some money need gas you want to pay for your gas like No, that's just I how don't want to the- pay for my thank you. <laughs> it's very bad pace here so it's like the slow it's like, what you talking about? You got the money, yes, sir. okay. You need to move on because you could be replaced. Because I could walk outside right now. And then it's just like, girl, who are you talking to? Because you know who my nigga is. Like, that's just the lifestyle here.
0: Hey, yo, that I ain't gonna hold you. That do sound appealing, like, <laughs> what?
1: Not in the kingdom of God, because <laughs> I mean, come with a lot of
0: ego. Of God, but you know what Norfolk is like, and
1: um... yeah, it, totally different.
0: Getting a guy to pay for anything, let alone just walk up and pay your gas, like what? Yeah, that don't happen. Yeah, Me scared to go out on dates. And you talking about some? You just pull up and pay for my stuff at the store. Mm-hmm. You better, yes, drop the bag. Hello? Yes, <laughs> I deserve. Yeah, it. I don't know what I did, but I deserve. It. <laughs> just
1: yeah, honestly. it's real bad. Like everything the city girls talk about. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like that for real. That sounds intense though. I ain't about that life. Like it
0: sounds it's good in mm-hmm. theory. It's
1: like, very I'll fast. Yeah. I'm Very fast. There. A lot to keep up with. Like, yeah. All oh, day. I gotta go down there. Just one time. Just
0: to see just to see what it's like. <laughs> just, <laughs> just so I know. Just an expensive one time guy. Just what, one time. One time for the one time. You know, I skipped all the spring breaks, so let me just go back and just mm-hmm. get my life and then all yours.
1: <laughs> yeah it's a it's a whole new world okay
0: <laughs> that's
1: why god was like all right i gotta move her she gotta get out of here uh, she, <laughs> she gotta go. get out of here She not gonna to-
0: <laughs>
1: yeah it ain't happening it ain't happening oh all right y'all
0: well that's it we done it's <laughs> <That's laughs> a wrap that's the show uh i hope this taught y'all a little something, something about purpose. It looked different for everybody. Like I want y'all to take this, not necessarily with a grain of salt because you're talking to you know two people
1: that uh kind of kinda
0: you know we, that we
1: know what we talking about. But filter what you need.
0: Yes. Get what you need out of this. Like everybody's situation is different. Your story gonna be different from our story. But as long as you following Jesus in his uh footsteps and doing what he tells you to do or being honest when you slipping up. Because that's another piece that people don't want to talk about. Like you allowed to slip up. Like it's not, yeah, it's not great. Like, God's not gonna be like, yeah, slip up anytime. But like, you know, if you slip up at any time, you'll be like, all right, it's cool, but you know, let's just keep moving mm-hmm. forward. So yeah, that's the podcast. Thank you so much for being here, Jazz.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I had fun, I enjoyed it so much. Yes, same here. Y'all, she was my
0: first plug for the, the self-love addict at all. So yes, point. so it
1: was only right. Okay, y'all? Like, only
0: right. This was full circle moment right here. Because we in season two. She, she got the phone call about the podcast before the podcast was a podcast. Sure did. <laughs>
1: look at us, now. <laughs> sure did. And here we are. <sighs> okay. Also. Remember our names, y'all. Because no. we're going to be great. Hey, look.
0: I'm going to be on my Issa Ray, Yvonne, Orgene. Um, love Lovia Jai, Amanda Seal stuff like I want to be in that cluster of people
1: and see me I'm trying to aim for the Oprah Michelle Obama crowd okay. so I'm somewhere in there you know that's what That's what. I'm somewhere in there
0: so we both going to be on the cover of Ebony magazine period <laughs> that's it we're going to be there uh, see you at the photo shoot says uh,
1: see you there and y'all can play this podcast back and be like they said it you know they we did life and death comes from the tongue speak it before you see it all right y'all y'all
0: have a good day thank you for coming here
1: bye bye